Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the AN After Show. It's me, Lindsay Loveridge, on the left, and James Beckett in the middle, and Jackie with Snack on the right. I Lindsay on the left sounds very... like an incredible political podcast. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I need to pivot to that. Bye, yeah. ANN. I'm gonna, you know, go over to MSNBC or something. Left. <laughs> Lindsay on the oh, left. Man. Uh, um, we have. Despite having no Jujutsu Kaisen to talk about this week, which we're, you know, all three of us are devastated about, we're waiting in anticipation for the next arc to start at the end of this month. Um, we do have two episodes of Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead to talk about, even though that one keeps encountering uh, production issues. Uh, we do have an episode this week. I think there won't be one next week. Allegedly, it's due to a sporting event. So, I mean, <laughs> get all the time you can get. I guess to just, keep just like how the the near delay was due to COVID. <laughs> COVID. I mean. Well, I mean, okay, that one maybe is a little more plausible, but still, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also possible that 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 time slot was always gonna, you know, there was always gonna be a week off. It just yeah. again, we've kind of talked about the snowballing effect going on here. So yeah, we're gonna um, talk about those two episodes. I thought they were really fun, um, and we're also going to get into our bucket lists of the dead so you guys can think about your own because uh, we'll do that after we get through at least one new story um we're, we're just doing our five five things we'd want to do before becoming a zombie um while you're thinking of your own um i kind of put this prompt on blue sky and most of my my friends who responded immediately went really dark with it so just to like uh, clarify this isn't like the five things to do to prevent yourself from turning into a zombie or what you would do um if becoming a zombie is inevitable because i got some i think you can kind of see where some people went with that it's like yeah, i don't, little... don't, don't, don't want to know about how about maybe you know the death aspect of what you would do if uh, yeah. zombies okay we're, we're, we're taking the akira approach here these are like things we're, we're living it up we're living it up you don't have a job anymore and there's no economy and as long as you know you don't get bit you're good what are you gonna do that's that's what i want people to uh, be thinking about so also before we get to that fun stuff um so you can keep that in your head uh, there was the big news story people on social media maybe twitter specifically are um mad at us slash me uh for this why did you do this time lindsay man okay so i wrote Two news stories, right? Jackie's that was like, your first mistake, right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is she talking about? I'm talking about Mishoka Tensei, Jackie, and my name is on those articles. I wrote both of them. So oh, yeah, I wrote the first one. A ton of black. <laughs> I wrote the first one, and then I wrote the follow-up because the author came forward and clarified. And, um, you know, fans aren't, aren't happy. I just want it. Like, if you go over to Anime News Network, you read the articles, okay? They're neutrally written. They don't have any of my personal opinions about the show in there at all. Um, it's just what he said about no. it after the most recent episode aired, which was episode six. I think that aired on Sunday. So, um, and long story short, 
uh, Rudy buys a slave in that episode. She is a child and small, and they're going to make her make anime figurines instead of hiring labor uh, to do it. And people, you know, they had some uh, they had some feelings about that, specifically because of how it was worded. Uh, so Rudy, Rudy buys a slave sounds like one of the bullet points in the, the indictments coming out. <laughs> that, uh, on the comments, yeah, I would not be surprised. So to see. I'm like reading the comments. I'm like, oh my god. The comments on social media, I think, are particularly bad. Actually, believe it or not, the AM forum section is not a trash fire. Okay. What? I, yeah. 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 James, like, James go get in there. I mean, there. You know, there are definitely people who are who are discussing pros and cons of the story or whatever but it yeah. hasn't it's only devolved into talking about the holocaust once i've only had to like remove that once because someone's always got to somehow <laughs> jackie's like what the hell? It doesn't that used to be though. the most reliable slot on ann forum bingo with any <laughs> article really like yeah you know, it could have been about love live and then all of a sudden someone sneaks in there and is like you know who would have loved love live uh girls. hitler <laughs> yeah something like that right so um it has otherwise you know been pretty pretty safe over there um i don't really use tiktok so i don't know how tiktok's dealing with the video version jackie uh, it's not too bad it's at two thousand views but the comments are overwhelmingly supportive of the anime and don't see a problem with it okay and um instagram i haven't really looked at that either i forgot to do that too yeah um, um I think that I think that it's uh, I just don't even want to touch the topic with a 10 foot pole because I'm just like afraid of any repercussions because people are like wild about this anime. Yeah, um, it's actually only a 2000. Okay. I, I was worried that we would get um, that they would shadow ban the videos because of the content of it. Mm -hmm. It's not even we did anything bad, but just the words that were associated with it, mm -hmm. like that's you know there's so many controversial words honestly so yeah especially for tiktok they're yeah very... i don't think like the views are really reflective on a positive note um the boy in the heron has almost 20k and uh vinland saga creator i hate violence has uh more than thirty thousand. so as okay. it should as that it man should is yeah. a it's um, actually funny that you bring up vinland saga jackie because we could directly compare because... the statements with vinland saga um from its creator yukimura and the statements from uh the creator of mishoku tensei who's he uses a pen name and it's uh uh, kind of strange. It's it's refusion um, magonote. Magon I'm gonna just use magonote because that seems like a, a good way to kind of condense that. So to kind of get into to what happened, um, he was live tweeting the most recent episode that was on Sunday. So he was just like sharing some sort of like a, additional. You could call it director's commentary. It's not the director yeah. of the anime, but it's in spirit. Creator commentary. Creator commentary, somewhat similar. And because this was the episode where Julie appears, who's a little girl, and Rudeus buys her um, and doesn't really seem to have any problem or have any sort of moral quandary about that act. Um, he just added on while watching the, while watching the episode, um, this is a direct quote, translated direct quote um, about Rudeus. He doesn't really have any feelings of hatred for slavery. He feels like it's not necessarily the case that all slaves are universally unhappier as slaves than they were before becoming slaves. So while kidnapping is evil, 
he can't say with certainty that slavery itself is evil and doesn't want to impose his own sense of justice upon a culture he's unfamiliar with. James and I are trying really hard to keep a straight face right now. So that's the that's the entire um, quote in context. And it's just it's not and nowhere in the article does it state that those are directly reflective of the creator's views. He's speaking for his character within the show. Um when this article came out, I don't actually know why it blew up when we wrote it, to be honest, because this went up on Wednesday. So at that point, several days had passed. And the reason I became even aware of these tweets is because there was an article on an aggregation site in ja originally in Japanese. So you'll see that there's also like claims that I like am monitoring his Twitter account to make articles or all these other sorts of things. I don't follow this guy um, and was completely unaware that he even did this until a Japanese website that I regularly look at um, brought it up. So, you know, and he offered some other commentary as well. He didn't only talk about Julie. He also talked about um, Luke, who is Rudeus's cousin and in the same line of work as Sylphie, Sylphie's currently operating under a, a, an alias right now. Rudeus doesn't know it's her and thinks she's a dude and is having gay thoughts. And that confuses him legitimately. That's also something that's going on in the show right now. Um, but he also commented on, on, on Luke saying that uh, Luke is staying in the women's dorm in the same way that Sylphie is because they're tasked with protecting, um, I think, the princess. And so Luke is a womanizer or, or he gets around. Women like him and or whatever, and that that has caused its own... So, I mean, he offered these other, like, sort of little comments, but it was the one that... about slavery that really blew up. Uh, people got really mad. That one, actually, most of... If you go to the, the tweet about it, most of the response is pretty, like, negative towards the show, um, which ended up trickling down into, I think, the community that likes it, and they got defensive, and then there have been accusations of us like using Google translate or whatever on his tweets, which is hilarious because um, I did the translation and I had it checked by Richard who lives in Japan and speaks Japanese with Jack, Jackie and I, he was our, basically our tour guide the entire time and did all the back and forth talking. Uh, I trust his ability to comprehend some tweets. Um, he did yeah. the translation for us. And then because I think of all the backlash um, he came out yesterday and clarified that he doesn't condone slavery himself um, and that there's really no excuse for what he wrote. Like, he didn't apologize. He just said, like, this is what it is and there's really uh, no point in me making excuses for it. But just so you all know, I don't personally condone slavery. Um, so I wanted to talk about that, like, a little bit just because uh, I think the problem is almost more in uh, the wording of the original tweet. I mean, there have been conversations about how Rudy like operates in this moral gray zone. Rudy, I don't like him as a main character, just personally, okay? Like he sucks. And that's kind of the point, but a lot of people say he gets better and I have some qualms about what that actually means <laughs> within the story itself. I don't think he gets better as like a morally better human. He just like becomes a productive human being and still kind of sucks. Um, but Which uh, I guess to be fair, it probably accounts for like a statistically significant percentage of the population, right? Like a lot of people out there 
suck in a lot of ways and they just kind of get by. Yeah. So it's not like that's like unrealistic, but to your right. point, um, that doesn't necessarily make it a, a gratifying work of fiction um, when his character development uh, doesn't seem to satisfy some of the expectations you'd have for you know where he started versus where he would eventually end up as a person it also i think it kind of speaks to how certain measurements of value are placed on a human in general like yeah. a lot of people say it's about you know rudy like becoming a better person and he was he started at like rock bottom morally and as far like morally and what he was contributing to society as a whole and most of his growth is centered on him becoming a contributing member of society but that just means like he's participating in uh he's participating socially he's not a shut-in anymore and he's participating economically in that he's developing skills to become employable and to I was going to say employ others, but again, he bought a slave. So um, don't know how <laughs> accurate that is. Um, but anyway, it, it's more about like his ability to uh, engage with other people and produce something um, to not go too far. Lindsay on the left, I suppose uh, it, it's more about him becoming a uh, contributing member to a capital to capitalism than really becoming like a, a good person who cares about others. He's become a, a functioning cog in the machine. Which I'm is like, what, what, we what we're going want. off about this and I'm like, I'm not going to say a word because I've just reached a point when it comes to anime that I will not like talk about something if it does not interest me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like everything I've heard about this anime, I've heard people like sing its praises. I've heard people really critique it. And I'm just like, for me, it's just like something I just don't want to touch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like there's so much anime out there, and I'm just like, you do you. You know what I mean? There's so many options. Like literally, you can watch an isekai about a person becoming a vending machine to yeah. you know mafia golf to whatever Mashoko Tensei is. You know, yeah. and so it's like for me, I just am like, I I just it's in it's wild to me that people get so caught up like in the comments and get like so fired up i think it's important to call to speak your mind and speak your truth and so it's like i'm not mad that like people are commenting but it's just like for me personally i'm just like i can't put like any energy into it like i literally hear this title and i just am like you know we we like, like we your spirit kind of like leaves yeah, your body. It's, it's yeah. like that yeah it's yeah. like um for the tiktok you know, we knew and the YouTube short, whatever the, the short form video, we knew we had to do the story because, you know, we're a news organization and it is news. And I believe that we delivered it in a very non-biased way. You know, mm -hmm. like we literally said like the headline, which was not inflammatory in my opinion. And we said the two statements and then we were just like, you know, our, our typical outro. Right. Yeah. And, um, I just was like, I just didn't even, I didn't want my face on there. Like yeah. I, knew, I knew we had to, as a news organization, cover it, but I was just like, I just know I, I want to distance myself from this as much as possible at the same time. Like I do think as a news organization, we couldn't just like, that's almost being biased, not covering it. You right. Know what I mean? Right. That's um, where I usually fall on those issues as well too. Cause like, for instance, one that um, people love these hot button stories and 
stuff that gets them up in a froth or whatever. And we always have to make like a call, like how much value does this have to the audience necessarily? Like what value is this there? And so like when I wrote the first one, it's like, this is the creator of the show explaining the thought process behind a character. It, and this is an anime that is popular and people care about it. And so, you know, it's not just some sort of obscure thing where I'm like putting a target on someone's back or something like that. Um, and that was enough of it. I never really know exactly like how people are, if it'll take off or if it'll just be like something else that got posted on a, on a Thursday and people will read it or they won't, or they don't care. Um, I hadn't personally thought of Mushoku Tensei in quite a while. Like, like, it's not like something that I'm actively looking Literally when you brought it up, Lindsay, I was like, like, I remember I read, (laughs) I didn't even read. Yeah. I didn't even read the story yet. I just saw that Mushoku Tensei was in the headline and I was just like, I haven't thought about this since like, season one when obviously there was all so much talk about about the baby stuff right yeah Yeah. and i mean and people a and n as a institution people get mad at us like a lot for various different reasons and they don't notice whether when we are fair to things for instance we've done episode reviews from Michelle Potenzo since day one. The person who did the first season was kim morrissey who is a huge fan of the franchise itself and the series and so i i pick who does what show. If I wanted just like rage episode reviews, I could find someone to do that and milk that if I wanted to, but I didn't because I'm not looking to agitate the fan base at every opportunity because I'm not an asshole. Like that's like, what do I, you know, I don't think there's value necessarily in that. And when Kim um, moved on from ANN, Richard Eisenbeis is, is reviewing it now because I also knew that he would give it a fair shake, that he didn't have a predisposition to to hating on it or whatever, and that he would look at it as, you know, a whole. Um, no one brings that stuff up when we have an article go up directly translating the creator's comments and people get mad about it. It's just like, oh, and hates the show. Shut the F up. Shut the F up. Over and over and over again. So... I mean, so angry. The internet is so angry. Like it, just like, it is. No one's canceling your show. Yeah. You can still watch it. Literally, um, the TikTok comments are just like, um, there's like, they're not the worst. I've definitely seen worse, but it's just yeah. like the they're like, this is stupid. This is blah, blah. and I'm like, wow. Like I thought we tried to make that as unbiased as possible. Like I really did. I was just like, with stories like this as a whole, I yeah. often see it doesn't necessarily not necessarily just Mushoku Tensei stuff. But the stories like this, where it's you're providing information and that people may may use that information to make their own judgment calls. Like someone might read the article and be like, I'm not watching this show now because I don't agree with this point of view, which is the whole point of a news agency, by the way. Like we're supposed to just give you information and then you as readers are supposed to decide what you want to do with it. That might mean you don't watch the show. might mean you don't care and you still watch the show. Like that's kind of the point where our relationship stops. Um, so what's well, done I think it's the- worth, I think it's worth pointing out too that Mushoku Tensei has a reputation for its controversial subject matter. And so when you get direct insight from the creator on some of that controversial controversial subject matter, I, I honestly I think it's fair um, to because uh, let's be real. <clears throat> I don't think any reasonable person, I hope no reasonable person, 
like actually thinks that the author Mushoku Tensei is like actively pro-slavery. Right. Like that's like that's silly, right? Right. But a lot of people, you know, they they have very, you know, under in a lot of cases understandably harsh reactions to this kind of subject matter. And I've seen people online that like legitimately equate writing a, a silly isekai story that has these trashy slave stuff elements as like being pro-slavery, pro-human trafficking. And I, I think it's worthwhile to show as a news agency, like this is a story made by a person. Uh, he's, he's making artistic choices and he's explaining them. And I, I honestly think that that gives, you know, um, credence to his uh, artistic and, uh, you know, his artistic agency, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, Mushoku Tensei is not a documentary. And yeah. I think that, you know, it would be very easy for like the people getting you know angry at the show and social media for for it to become like a, a character assassination on the author versus criticism of how the story is handling its character development its world building uh you know its treatment of like real world issues in a fantasy setting and so i think the fact that we you know we just say hey a lot of people are curious to know what this guy thinks about his as you know his morally gray kind of crappy main character like how much of this is projection how much of this is just the author intentionally trying to write a character that has a very different worldview and you know i think that commentary is valuable so i i don't even think it's being i, I think that the the idea that us pointing to that commentary being inherently some kind of attack is just absurd and i mean there's all... there's tons of fiction that i think all of us enjoy that have problematic main characters whatever that pro you know whatever those elements are can vary from person to person like i both read and watched and really enjoyed for a while um, american psycho and brett easton ellis novels i don't care mm -hmm. for them anymore and i don't care for some of the things the author says now but i mean that didn't mean that i was like okay with misogynistic hyperviolence. Um, I, I think I've maybe shared on, on this before too, that like I do in, like engage with like true crime podcasts and stuff like that, which there is a lot of controversy about those sorts of things too. And um, what that can mean for like victimization, like re-victimizing people in yeah. those stories and whatnot. So, I mean, yeah, there's fiction that has things in it. Um, also like Jackie and I have talked at length about having crushes on horrible male uh, <laughs> anime characters who do really, really bad things. That doesn't mean that we want to like legit find a man like that and like be with them or anything. It's just, we find them interesting or engaging, or we find the twistedness like kind of fun in a, to like engage with fictionally because it's exciting as like a, I'm not trying to just speak for Jackie at this point. So Jackie, like if it sounds like, you know, but for no, me, no, I think it's true. I mean, yeah. um, this is the thing. Like I've, as I've gotten older, I just like can't put my energy too much into um, putting energy into things that are just not worth my time. And in my opinion, like Mashoko Tensei is not a property or title that I'm passionate about. And I just don't really have much else to say about it. I, yeah. um, I, I do think like, you know, James made a valid point that like, this is his art. Um, and he needs to, and I think that people are very interested in like how he creates that art and what he thinks of his art. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like the story definitely 
needed to be reported on. You know, we yeah. definitely needed to relay what was happening there. Um, but that's kind of like it for me. And I don't know, I see some people in the comments getting like super passionate about it. And I'm just like, that's amazing. If you want to have constructive criticism about it, you know, if you have your thoughts on it and you want to be vocal about it, that's a do you. Uh, this is my perspective. Yeah. And I just don't, I'm not, I'm not passionate about Mashoko Tensei. If you want to talk about Gungrave, I will be glad to give constructive criticism. And um, I can give you probably like a 50 page essay about why it's the greatest anime of all time, because I'm passionate about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, for me with Mashoko Tensei, it's just like, I, I tried watching it. I think yeah. I, I got three episodes in it just, it, and I'm not saying that like for me, I don't think I got past the polyamorous relationship with the maid. You know what I mean? Like, and that okay. was like I, I very early, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it wasn't for me. Like I had tons of people the, recommend Yeah, it. it was the same thing for me as well. Yeah. Like um, people told me kind of, I got, I read some summaries about the plot because I felt like I needed to kind of know about it in a general sense for work. Like I try to kind of have a general idea of almost every show that comes out every season so that um, I have some context for what people are talking about. Because sometimes things take off that you don't expect and you're like kind of need to be on your toes about what it is when you're writing about it. Um, and there was immediately controversy about it. Like I think as soon as the anime was announced. And so I was like, well, what is this? And I just sort of looked it up and talked with Kim at the time about some of the details because she had read the books, I think maybe even originally in Japanese, but she was familiar with the novels. Um, and once I kind of got a sense of what the elements were, I was like, that's not a journey I really want to go on. I only have so much time in the day. Just like Jackie said, like, I really think that, um, you know, with any kind of fiction or story, like if it, helps you in some way or makes you feel and that's kind of the sense that maybe i get with mushoku tensei is that some of the i don't want to speak for the entire audience everyone's going to have their own reasons but um that people feel some kind of uh they can relate to maybe some of his issues not necessarily the more detrimental ones but because he was also a shut-in and he was bullied and he had all these other things that happened to him you know and this is supposed to be a story about him finding himself and all these other kinds of things. And that can, you can find some kind of hope in that and maybe latch onto that. I can understand. Um, but again, like Jackie was saying, I only have so many hours in a day. I don't really see a reason to spend it watching a show I don't like so I can yell about it more on the internet. Like I just, I don't really do that anymore with anything so much. Make my comment go. You know, can, can I provide a little bit of context maybe for, I don't know if we have any listeners that are maybe on the side of people that don't understand why folks are upset sure, yeah. about the writing. Um, and I don't want to speak for, you know, for everyone that is that's mad at Mushoku Tensei, but when it comes yeah. to this, this episode and the slavery issue, um, one of the things I see all the time, and it's one of the most frustrating um kind of defenses, I guess, of, of this kind of writing and the flaws that a lot of people find in it is like, well, you know, in the world that he's in, slavery is normalized. Like it's different from our world. It's, it's a, you know, it's an isekai, uh, which sure, that's fine. And I want to go on the record and say that I'm not the kind of person that even thinks that you shouldn't be allowed to write a, a story that deals with the topic of like a society that 
engages in slavery, like in a fantasy setting or whatever. I don't think that that's automatically off limits. I don't think that your story is like automatically busted if it features characters that are in some way, shape or form, like a part of the system for whatever reason. I think as with any story, it depends on the writing. But I think with the way that, um, and I forgot the author's name of Mushoku Tensei. Uh, we were going to just go with Maganote because it's actually kind of like a phrase for a name. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So the way, the way that Maganote, you know, and again, it's, it's a tweet. So yeah. obviously there's not a lot of room for context or nuance. Right. But the way that Maganote explained uh, Rudy's almost just apathy towards the institution of slavery, just like a lack of an opinion. I, the, the reason that that cuts, not, not, only the, not only the thing that makes it offensive, but the thing that frankly makes it kind of impossible to take seriously as, as quality writing for a lot of people is that in order to have no opinion whatsoever on the concept of slavery, uh, regardless of what world you're in, right? It's an isekai. This guy is a, a Japanese dude from the 20th or 21st century, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think most people are under the uh, understanding that the, the adjusted and participatory and empathetic members of society have generally come to agree that owning people is bad. You can't do that uh, because you're not, you're, you're degrading their rights. You're degrading their personhood. It's no good. Not yeah. a good thing. And for Rudy to be in this world with his memory, you know, with his memories as a person from our world, right? It's not like he was born into this system and raised by a pro-slavery family and, you know, uh, yada, 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 that would make it at least like understandable that he doesn't really think that much about these slaves. But he's a an, an adult Japanese man that should know better, right? that should at the very least recognize other people as individuals that you shouldn't be allowed to own just on an ethical level. Mm -hmm. And so the, uh, the thing that makes people so frustrated is it doesn't matter what the society in Mushoku Tensei fantasy isekai world thinks. What matters is what this character thinks. And the fact that, you know, he's supposedly gone through all of his growth as a person. And granted, I haven't seen the show, and I, you know, I, I don't know where the story goes from here, but the fact that you could be a, a curious, you know, maybe fan, someone that's like on the fence and you happen upon this Twitter thread and, you know, your first impression of the story is, oh, the main character is a modern person from Japan that thinks that owning a slave is at, at worst, like, excusable right mm -hmm. that it's not like he he doesn't immediately think oh i need to free her now i yeah, might or... not be able to like cure slavery for the whole world i might not be able to you know maybe i can't like free her right now because i don't have the money or whatever but i should at least like be working you know i should i should at least feel bad about the the fact that this is a thing and the fact that his attitude can be described as he does he thinks that, you know, maybe sometimes people are better off as slaves. Like, nope. It's he's either an idiot or he's a badly written character. Um, with that narrow frame of context. Right. So for, for all the folks that say, oh, well, it's a fantasy world, that slavery is blah, blah, blah. It's not a fantasy world in a vacuum. It's a made-up fantasy world that, you know, could contain anything. And when you decide to include slavery, but then you also decide to have a character that has 
ostensibly no real opinions about it. That's kind of weird <laughs> at the very, like, I don't know. I can, it, it makes a lot of sense to me that that would make a lot of people uncomfortable and not just like not want to engage with it or just not really be able to understand it because you want a main character whose point of view that you can if you don't if his point of view isn't relatable to you you at least want to be able to understand it when you're reading a book it's like well that's not what i would do but i can at least understand why they did it and most of the arguments that i see going back and forth are oh um well i can understand why he did it because he doesn't want to disrupt the status quo and he's just not a good, per really good person to start with or something like that. And that is, that's just like, that's a big hurdle. That's just a big hurdle to ask like most audience members to jump for over. Obviously some people can, and they're going to continue reading the books if they want watching the anime if they want. And, you know, I'm just here to say no one's going to take that from you and you can keep doing that. But I think it, if you just want to have a better understanding of where both sides are coming from on this and like why it became contentious in the first place, James has told you why. And so you either understand that or you don't, I don't think we could probably bridge that gap any closer than we just no. did. So anyway, so that's what's, that's been the, the hot topic of this week uh, leading into the weekend. Fortunately, the rest of the show is not so like hot, at least not in that way. Although it is, has been like a hundred or something degrees here. And um, I did want to remind Jackie to, you know, to watch out for the hurricane. I know. You know what? It's interesting because it hasn't moved. Okay. And I don't even think we have a hundred percent chance of it striking on Sunday okay. yet. So okay. I had heard that it had canceled the picket lines for um, like WGA and, and whatnot. We're pulling the picket. Yeah. Lines I mean, I think there's, it. there's a warning out. So it's just yeah. like, I don't even want to like mess with it but like I yeah think, i don't know my boyfriend was like tracking it crazily because you know what's yeah is. so yeah. he um was just like right now at this point it hasn't moved in days and it's still off this he was like showing well, maybe me it'll lose the energy then if it's kind of sticking in the same pot yeah i don't know we'll see yeah. i mean like i don't even want to jinx it right because it's like these things like come out of nowhere so yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah any of you guys um you know if you're in uh on the West Coast, Mexico, Baja, California, leading up into Southern California, Los Angeles, you know, please uh, stay safe. Keep an mm -hmm. eye on your local news to, to watch for this hurricane that's been developed. We don't get them on the Pacific Coast nearly as much as the Atlantic, but weather doesn't make sense anymore. So you know, just stay safe and pay attention to those warnings. Evacuate if you're asked to. Those sorts of things. Also, shout out to if we got anyone in Canada. I know you got a lot of wildfires going on over there right now. They're evacuating certain areas. Up there, this is now just a news podcast. They're evacuating certain areas out of out of California yeah. due to the wildfire. So you know, just again, if you're in that area, um, stay safe and pay attention to uh, those warnings. You know, if also they tell Maui. you Maui, yes, Maui? hey, yes, hey, no. anyone out in Maui? You know, there's some um, some great charities that maybe we can. I'll drop them in the comments after we wrap here. If you'd like to donate to what's going on in Maui, they had wildfires there that have oh devastated God. the island. That's got to be so sad, Jackie. You were just in Hawaii not that long yeah. ago, too. Yeah, like, Dustin, Dustin lives on uh, a different island. Yeah, he lives okay. on Big Island. But it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. That conversation was insane. The video yeah. was absolutely wild. Like, it looked yeah. like something from a horror movie. Um, I've only so been to Hawaii once in my life, and it was Maui. So it's just yeah. it's really sad to, to know about that. But um focus should be on helping the locals and making sure mm -hmm. that they can retain their land and their space. Um, there've been some predatory 
stuff going around about trying to uh, basically buy them out so that when recovery starts happening, it can go into more tourist bullshit. So, you know, look for charities that are helping the the natives and the locals from Hawaii and helping them recover. Um, okay. That being said, I don't know how I got onto that, but that's important. Yeah. And we all care about that stuff. So I just, I'm yes. glad that we mentioned it. Um, so we're going to be talking about ZOM 100. Uh, we got two episodes to talk about. We're talking about episode four and episode five. And to get ready for it, I asked Jackie and James to put their top five things uh, to do before the zombie apocalypse. This is inspired by Akira in the show, who's got a list of about 36 items at this point. Although uh, his buddy's also adding on to it. So, you know, it might I, I, I love a collaborative list. Yeah, I, I like that too. He's the kind of friend who's like, hey, it's it's our list now. Yeah. I'm, gl I'm really glad that they have each other to be honest like they're they're a good duo even if his Thank friends you. um response to everything is some form of nudity whether it's uh getting busy or distracting a zombie I'm shark with his butt so. it's getting to the point where it's so stupid and repetitive it's coming <laughs> back around to being funny yeah um, especially yeah. in this latest episode when i realized his solution was to once again hang dong I thought, you know what? Yeah, good on you, man. That is your power. Yeah. That that is, that is your superpower. And you yeah. have to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love this anime. It's been so fun. It has been really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed they're having some of the issues they are, and it is kind of linking into some some of the animation quality. I feel like they're holding it together though. Like it's not a train wreck. No, it's not. It's not. But there's there's just you Are know, you watching? The heretical last boss queen. No, the animation every day makes me very grateful. Yeah, that y'all so, don't have to watch that because um, oh, it's, it's deteriorating such a cute as story. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think I realized how well, it, but it's interesting. So, this is actually something we could talk about. But, like, Gungrave, for example, that was made in like the early 2000s, I'm pretty sure. And the animation obviously wasn't as advanced as i guess you could say yeah. is now um but it's just crazy because i'm like but then there was like cowboy bebop and and obviously like there's akira which is like amazing animation even though it was made in like what like 87 or something in like late 80s, 80s. Yeah. yeah yeah and so um you know but i'm like okay you know gungrave didn't have the best animation but the story was so good that i was like able to see past it you know mm -hmm. and so sometimes i'm like watching this one and i'm like I can see greatness in it, but I think just because the animation is bad, it makes it like harder. Like I feel like, okay, yeah. this is me just going wild here. We're Jackie's thoughts times. So I'm watching the happy marriage. Have you guys been watching that? I haven't because it's it um, is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone loves that show. Actually, I started watching it because it was top ranked for ANN for like yeah. weeks now. And so I was like, dang, everybody's liking this. Watched it. It is crazy. But I was thinking it's like the most heretical last boss queen but with really good animation oh really yeah like it's like it's like i it just makes me sad because i'm like i feel like the most heretical last boss queen could have more potential if the animation was better but then i'm but then i think about gungrave and i'm like hey the animation wasn't great there but story is story right yeah, yeah. so anyway i'm totally going off um my happy marriage super solid i don't think it's the best anime i've ever seen but it's like it's just dark like there's literally uh, like spoiler but not really a spoiler there's a part where like it's like cinderella but like times 
a gazillion. Like, yeah. the stepmom and the stepsister are, like, literally beating her. And oh I'm like, God. yeah. And, and it was, like, very hard. I was like, what? You know what I mean? And so, I it's, it's very intense and dark. And I definitely have some issues with the anime, which I'm not going to get into because you both haven't seen it. So, yeah. I don't want to deep dive into it. Um the that what's different is that the most heretical last boss queen has sad parts but then it's just like overwhelmingly cheesily mm -hmm. fun and everything's wholesome and everything figures itself out in the end like that even though it has like these sad parts like somehow they all come back to life yeah, like you know yeah. what i mean like that yeah. hasn't happened in the anime but you know what i mean like yeah. it's like it's just too wholesome to cross the my happy marriage line but i guess it's just like this last week i just was thinking so much about animation and like uh, you know, how how important is it? Because I also saw a TikTok where someone was like, I see all these kids complaining about animation. We grew up with, like, not great animation. You know what yeah. I mean? But then those stories still stick with me. So I guess it was just kind of starting a whole debate about it. Um, yeah. But My Happy Marriage, Dark AF, I, I like, I'm interested. I think I'm going to watch it every week. Um, the Most Heretical Last Boss Queen, if you want something to just make you smile and it's cheesy and cute great animation is not great okay. <laughs> every sword fight i'm literally like like i hate to even say this like i could potentially draw it better like it's like literally oh, wow. like sword page flip sword moves that's the end of the sword fight oh yeah <laughs> like that's yeah. literally an animation that's like going like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry like it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, you know, so anyway, that just like kind of the, this whole week just kind of stirred that debate for me. But then I was like, Zom's animation hasn't really uh, discouraged me at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I thought that it was like, it was still very strong. So I'm going to yeah. be quiet now, but those are my thoughts on three anime. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, I've, I have noticed that I think Zom 100 is definitely holding itself together pretty well, despite some of the hurdles that they're having. And I hope that they can at least, they can at least maintain the level we've seen in the most recent episode. They'll be fine to finish out the season for sure um it just it isn't quite where it was episode one and two no, like, no but no, i can no. i can tell I mean, that it, i would say it's significantly fine. less good than those first episodes but those first episodes were so good that the, that, yeah. that drop is like oh now it just looks like fine i would yeah. say I to know. me this, it looks this like episode, a though the ending like i kind of thought i okay i'll let you finish james but then i'm like I, i'm gonna debate the other side Oh, I was going to say, I, I would say that I think the show has settled into what I would consider like the baseline quality of one of those longer running like Shonen Jump anime. Like, oh, okay, sure. Like My Hero or mm -hmm. um, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is different. Like, MAPPA is doing uh, some extra stuff this season. But I was like My Hero Academia, right? Where you'll have like solid animation, pretty, you know, pretty good. And then they'll bust out the Sakuga for like one really cool fight scene, yeah, that's you know. That's what I was going to say is like, at least in every episode, there's at least one or two scenes that are like really still fantastic looking in Psalm 100. It's just the stuff around it is like more like, okay. Again, like it's not bad or it's not like um, detrimental to a point where I'm like, yo, what happened? Like, is everybody okay over there? Sort of thing. It's just like, again, job done. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I would put it. Okay. So I would say that the episode with um the flight attendants was pretty like it was fine yeah I mean, it wasn't like the first That's episode the i was bit. like this is a work of art like you know what yeah. i mean like i was like this is perfection this is anime like this is what i want you know um this last one like 
I thought the shark was pretty effing cool. Like that, yeah. that very much catered to like the teenage Jackie. Like she would have probably like thrown her popcorn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, ah, you know, and I thought the ending like really got me when um she gave the contact info. Like I, it was yeah. like, that, that hit me in the feel. So it wasn't like, like the, the flight attendant one, it was like, yes, she accomplished her childhood dream. Like, great i did not love how they handled the other two women like i thought they like really yeah. did them dirty yeah, i was like yeah. that was women. like the most frat boy of the show yeah it was kind of yeah. like it was i was like uh, like listen it's anime like frat boy stuff's gonna happen it wasn't like i was like oh i'm offended like i was just yeah. like eh not great for those yeah. two you know what i mean it was, but kind, it was, it was just kind of trashy it was like yeah it was just, oh, yeah, is, yeah. Right. and also i you're guess like, when you think about it though like it going a little trashy does also fit with zombie fiction pretty well yes. though because i mean yeah. a lot of zombie movies they, they're they a little bit trash that's what makes them entertaining yes. in a popcorn sort of way you know yeah. it, was just tra it was trashy in a way the show hadn't really been yeah. up to that point yeah yeah you saw hints of it in the the episode with ken show when it got introduced with like the the SM zombie and you're like okay yeah. like the show's definitely playing a little more b-grade zombie movie here yeah um and like you know the, the way that uh what's your name the love interest in that first episode was sort of there's always been little hints of it yeah but i think the the, the in episode four the way that we got we went from um kind of goofy uh almost like stoner comedy with like the them stumbling upon the flight attendants and like hitting on them yeah. and then you go to kencho getting laid and yeah. then there's the 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 really sleazy almost like reanimator style humor with the the really drunk lady that's getting like accosted by a zombie yeah and then it then it tries to get like your heartstrings pulled with what's her, with the with the flight attendant that dies, I, mean, I think Akira. he bite the guy bites her. You know what? To, to or her inner thigh or somewhere in there. But it's definitely supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah I was like, I was like, yeah. dang, yeah. that is not a way anyone wants to go. No. And then they play the whole thing off as a joke when Kench was like, "I got the TV, let's go." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that was where I was like, "Yo, like, um, just a bunch of people were, you know." But then again, like this is like comedy and it's whatever. Yeah. I just think that this episode, um. I really liked, I, I just thought it was a little bit more emotional. I thought like not yeah. the most emotional, but it was like, it was a return to form. And um, I just like really liked that ending with the girl. Like I thought it I was, did. it was yeah. very, she, she, to me, you know, she's like trying to not attach herself to anyone. She is emotionally unavailable, which like it's the zombie apocalypse like i'm not blaming her for being emotionally unavailable in a yeah. zombie apocalypse i'm just saying that like she does not she's claiming oh i don't like groups and i don't want to be connected to people because she doesn't want to get attached to anyone and like hurt herself right but mm -hmm. then he akira which is beautiful has the courage to now tell someone how he feels and so i love that he was like well you're precious to me now so great mm -hmm. you know and then um that was, so sweet. that was like so genuinely sweet you know like it i was. don't think i'm like a particularly cheesy person when it comes to movies and stuff like that but there's something about like akira and him just being like yeah you know what i want to be a tokusatsu hero like the power rangers i watched as a kid and i actually thought the shark suit was pretty clever for the, what, like, the like, situation they were in he, i thought that was learning. smart like, well, what I, happened the humans inside of him like melded out oh in the shark itself no, i think the zombies are just sticking their feet out yeah like but then how did he get in the shark the shark ate them shark ate them and then their feet emerged yeah. i mean because they're zombies so they don't die when they get eaten 
Yeah, so they're so just they like wiggling they around in there. And it's also, I mean, kind of gross, but I mean, all that shark's flesh is like rotting. You know, rotting. So it probably wouldn't be that hard to like. That aquarium probably smells like the seven horrible. Of hell. It probably oh, does. Gosh, smell- I did not even think about it. And you that. know, Lindsay, that I was deeply upset <laughs> with that one little cut of the fish flapping its human teeth it was the worst thing i'd ever seen it was really was, awful it was a parrot fish or something and they do have so like angry teeth like that i also like the part where the shark like did like a tail flip and shot a bunch of really sharp fish at him like yeah. projectiles that was very again like even a power ranger like, enemy attack <laughs> move sort of deal you know like yeah. i'd expect one of the giant kaiju to kind of have something going like that um when we were well, talking about I the end with, with Shizuka, I'm not going to pretend she's the best written female character in the history of anime, because she's not. Yeah. But I really just appreciated having her energy around to balance out the antics. I think that's yeah. what we were lacking last week. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise it's just the two boys, you know, going nuts all the time, right? Um, <laughs> oh, so... Kencho goes real nuts. In this yeah, yeah. It's Otherwise, it's, yeah, it's just Kencho and, and Akira kind of like Growing out on a on a rooftop. I like their little their little outdoor camping setup though. It's cute. Everything they do is cute. Uh Kencho can cook, by the way, and he gave um, good advice. Else. Did anyone notice that Kencho looked like All Might? Hey, they have the same haircut. <laughs> Especially when they leave I thought. I'm surprised you all didn't say it. It didn't click <laughs> with me, but yes. Yeah, We're they are really all night. Also, yeah. what is Akira's suit made out of that he can get attacked by a group of zombies? It's like, chain, right. like chain mail. Yeah, it's a okay. I mean, it's I for. I mean, it's for working with sharks. Specifically, that's a real thing. That's yeah, that's it's like a, a real, real thing. If you feed sharks or swim with sharks or whatever, they make yeah, but they food. have to be able to get through to a degree. I mean, it. I guess so human teeth, though. I don't know. Somebody said All Might's himbo nephew. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, I. Uh, they kind of explained in the episode that like it still really hurts when he gets like it might not pierce the skin, but they could potentially still like probably bruise. Probably from the pressure like break the bones yeah. inside. It just yeah. wouldn't actually pierce the flesh, which I guess would prevent him from getting infected even though he could still like yeah be really hurt but yeah there's just I something wonder, you... i wonder if this is the kind of zombie universe where you automatically turn into a zombie if you die or if you have oh. to get bit i think you have to get bit but there's also okay. the idea that like if you die without getting bit they may eat you afterwards it, anyway if it's return of the living dead rules anything dead is on the table right oh right but if it's like night of the living dead rules then you got to get the actual infection. And I wonder yeah. which one. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't really elaborated on that yet. Um, we should do our lists though. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Just do all. We're going to. So I'm going to. The first gonna, thing are we going to do, do five, five, five or. Yeah. Five the first one, thing five, I'm going to do. No, let's just do it all. These might yeah. all connect it. Okay. okay. You just muted yourself, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. Shoot. No. Okay. Start I'm over. Gonna, I said I have to do it all together because mine are connected. So first I'm going to find a cat rescue and then I'm going to take as many cats as I can and go jet skiing because I would love to go jet skiing. And I'm going to jet ski. With cats? Yes. With like, I'll put them on a, like in little 
you know, those little purses people have. Okay. Yeah, little baskets. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be a lot. It's probably going to be like five, as many okay. as I can carry okay. on a jet ski. Okay. And That's then I'm still a lot of cats. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll put them on like a little. They'll have like their own little raft behind me. I don't know. Okay. water. That's why I'm like, why are you? You're like, okay, I'm saving them from the zombie apocalypse. It's going to work out for them. Okay. And so I'm going to find a cat rescue, okay. gather some cats up, jet ski them to a tropical island, mm-hmm. and probably live on the tropical island with them alone and then um if for some reason i get tired of living i'm in a hot air balloon because remember you know they're they can be low-key dangerous they can be fatal do you guys remember that terrible accident so i've never i've always wanted to you haven't you didn't hear about that james someone died in a hot air balloon not recently but y'all there was like a massive tragedy in texas where it hit electrical wires and like killed a bunch of people oh my god yeah so i've always I used to want to do it, but then that happened and I've never wanted to. Sure. But if there was sorry, this took a really dark turn. But I'm saying like right. if there was a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't really fear death as much anymore. So right. I would sure, sure, do sure, a sure. hot air balloon. Because I won't do it now. Like there, okay. there's no way. Like if Dustin was like, I got us a hot air balloon and I want to propose to you and all so I'd be like, I'm not gonna go. Like <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not trying to be funny. Like what if, what if what if there were no power lines around though? I just like, I'm too scared you'll hit a tree. Or what if there's like a thunderstorm or like lightning? Okay. okay. I, honestly, they're very dangerous. I'm <laughs> really We're learning a lot about Jackie. It's all right. Like, Jackie has hot air balloons. And James has, has fear it. of so. hot air balloons, but I would overcome it for the zombie apocalypse. Okay. And then if. I, everything went well with the hot air balloon ride then i would skydive because at that point you know like whatever if i can survive the hot air balloon then might as well do skydiving because i'll never do skydiving either mm-hmm. and then if i survive hopefully i'll get back to my tropical island with my cats okay i was about to ask where the cats were during the hot yeah. air balloon and the skydiving part no but they'll, they're be, still on they'll the be holding down the fort on <laughs> the island okay so okay. 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 I thought that was a good plan. Yeah, yeah, that sounds way fun. Okay. Like I've also said, I will never skydive because I'm afraid of heights. But I don't know, zombie apocalypse. Zombie. Maybe. Literally, that was one of the first that came. To, I actually think I wrote it down first, but then I thought it out more, and then I was like, "Well, I'd want something cuddly and comforting." <laughs> Obviously, Dustin would have to come, but yeah, I don't know. we'd figure yeah. it out yeah. anyway. Moving then you on, could have more cats because Dustin could have some cats. Yeah, too. and he's really tall, so he could like carry like three on each arm. So. That's true. That's true. We probably have twelve. I think twelve cats. And anyway, moving that on. That is that is just that's so many cats. I'm just imagining all the litter boxes you'd have to clean. <laughs> but it's on an island. There's everywhere. Well, that well then how are you gonna how are you gonna take romantic moonlit strolls on the beach if because you're stepping on cats? The water anywhere? will come on the island and scoop it all out to sea, and it just will be there will be a filtering works. system. Could she use all the? I don't think the cats are gonna go and poop on the wet part of the sand. You will train them where the tide is at. We're gonna train them. I've Could thought this out, James. Don't ruin my plan. Could oh, maybe I get. Well, I don't know. I've read that. I've read that there are parasites in cat poop. Oh, there can, like, is. Your brain. It is actually. So you probably don't want to use that to grow your food. I don't know about rotting your brain, but it's dangerous if you're pregnant. Yeah. Talk toxosmosis. You didn't know that, Jackie? No, I do, but I'm just okay. like, where did this conversation I'm go? just we saying, were talking be about careful with the cat things, like okay. lethal hot air balloon rides, but it's fine. <laughs> we, this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had. James, what are you gonna do? Just said Jackie strolling on the cat beep beach, and I'm like, great. Y'all ruined my plan. You made it sound a lot you worse than what he actually good Because you ruined my plan. Now I have to think of some sort of filtering system, but I'll figure it <laughs> You'll out. You'll have the entire apocalypse to figure it out, I believe yeah. in you. 
Uh, by the way, just a quick note. Um, Richard right now is on a trip to the Attack on Titan author's hometown, and he just sent me the dopest video of Levi, a Levi statue. And I'm, I'm like, gonna... I cannot wait for that content. And then he said, please don't post this yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't show it to anyone. But y'all wait. There's some good stuff coming. Yeah, but okay, y'all are next. All right, James, what are, what are the five oh. things you're going to do before the zombie apocalypse? Am I next? Okay, let's see. Yeah. So I'm going to get my list open here, wrote it on my Google Notes. Okay, five things to do before becoming a zombie. Now, um, uh, I'm operating under the assumption that uh, the internet still works like it does in Zom 100 world. Yeah, um, all their utilities because, still work. Yeah, We're not by really the way, there. that is so... It's just convenient. It's just yeah, it's yeah I was like, eh. narrative how, convenience. How else are you going to trade your phone number with a cute boo if there's no phone network, okay? Right. Um, <laughs> so number five, uh, I'm going to finally publish... Uh, the massive Final Fantasy 13 was always good video essay that I've been noodling around for the last uh, couple of years okay. because I'll, I'll finally have the time to uh, learn how to edit and you know I can probably loot the the eBay's for some like really good setups for uh, mm -hmm. for free so yeah. I can really afford like a and get a green screen you know yeah. uh, plus with you know all of the deaths the traffic on YouTube will be a lot lower and so I won't have to fight the algorithm as much for um james you know, become a massive content creator during the zombie apocalypse Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally, how, how are people going to while away their time without the video essays right that's true people Honestly, are going to be bored as hell terrible idea yeah. just yeah. content creation cannot be that fun though after a while you, know, you want to take time out it. from your desperate struggle for survival to remember that final fantasy 13 was in fact always good um <laughs> number four uh, in keeping with the amount of free time I would have, um, I'm going to finally write the light novel series about edgy Ebenezer Scrooge and his Christmas ghost harem. Um, I have been working on the world building for this, by the way. Okay. Since this, last week when we brought yes, it up? Yes, absolutely. Well, because J Novel Club, they just announced their light novel contest. Oh and God. I thought, you know what? Um, first of all, his name would be Ebony Iser. Okay. Um, and he'd be like an edgy, like, uh, what's the Kogias guy? He'd be like that guy. Right? Okay. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too cool for school. Yeah. Um, there would be a, a secret nerve-like organization called Marley, all caps. <laughs> um, the ghost of Christmas future would be the tiny one with blue hair that doesn't talk a lot. You know yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. More like a little sister type, but you know, okay. it's, uh, the word harem fits better. Uh, ghost of Christmas past would be the childhood friend, like she'd take on the form of the childhood friend from back before he fought in the blood wars. Um, and uh, there would be like a, a big um, Christmas themed mecca that he would fight in. Anyway, uh, I'm going to, I would finally write that. I'd write my opus, okay. which would be very gratifying. Uh, number three, um, because we know that the uh, host uh, cafes are still a thing, at least uh -huh. for a little while, uh, I would visit Kabuki Cho mm -hmm. and I would get into a brawl with a gang of random street toughs that don't like my face. <laughs> So that I could live out my my Cosmo Kiryu fantasies. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, I catch up on One Piece. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh wow, that's a really good one. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. I actually was gonna put Watch Gungrave on mine, but then I thought I wouldn't. Bore you already. You. Oh no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it. I would still just do the manga. I, I, even in a zombie uh, okay. apocalypse, I couldn't assume that I'd have that much time. But I'd read it. <laughs> And I would make a lot faster progress than I'm currently making. Um, by the way, I just met uh, Chopper, I think, the deer. Yeah, you said he's your favorite, right? That boy rules. He's my fave. Um, and then number one, uh, I'm assuming that a lot of celebrities with the means to survive are still around. 
um, again, it's wish fulfillment, right? You know, Psalm mm -hmm. 100. So number one would be uh, meet Guillermo del Toro Senpai mm -hmm. and get him to notice me. Okay. Um, I didn't specify what notice me meant. Uh, I, I would take a retweet or, you know, a quote tweet. But ideally, we get together at his cool like monster museum house, which is definitely going to be walled off from the zombies. We paint some models, maybe watch some Ultraman. Uh, okay. And then uh, I would introduce him to my wife. And I'd be like, look, it's my friend Guillermo del Toro. And yeah. And then she would love you even more. Or I mean, she would at least just respect the hell out of me for getting to, you know, for getting to meet Guillermo del Toro. You know, Pan's Labyrinth is one of her favorite movies. So I would Del Toro adapts my light novel. Hell yeah. Well, no, it would never get made then. He would work on the script for like five years and then it would the funding would get pulled and then it would just become um a good story. But still. James, that was a ride. I know. I'm like, what did I just hear? I do love that you like incorporated Yakuza and manga and the One Piece manga into it somehow. So yeah, See, someone else said they want to skydive. Yeah. All right. I would. I would do one of those skydiving, like um, the indoor skydiving. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The ones where the they air like, one. Yeah. Where they have the fans underneath. That's you actually you a good idea. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good lead up. I would try that quite a few times and then maybe that would get me more comfortable yeah the there's no way i'm touching a hot air balloon or skydiving unless it's getting really bad like i'll start seeing the zombie swimming towards the island and i'll be like we got you know the only way to go let's, is up let's try out the balloon yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's getting bad everybody <laughs> All right. Uh, mine doesn't have as great of like a, a, a fl story flow as either of yours. So I'm a little disappointed in myself, but I hope I can still kind of paint a picture here. Um, so the first thing is like the dream wardrobe is happening. I will be the loudest dressed person in this apocalyptic world. Okay. Like sure. yes. I'm raiding all the stores. I am like all that, that stuff. That's so I was doing true for Lindsay. Yeah. So true. I'm, you know, I'm going to be like, uh, for those who went and saw Barbie, you know, I'll, I'll be the Kate McKinnon, the weird Barbie. <laughs> That's me during the zombie apocalypse. Okay. Like just doing splits everywhere and just being a weirdo. Um, don't have to work anymore. So might as well become a de facto mycologist. Maybe I could cure the zombie apocalypse that way. Cause you never know. Mushrooms might be able to cure everything at this point. We don't know. Like a rival zombie apocalypse, like Last of Us versus Dawn of the Dead. That'd be sick as hell. It's like the only thing we can do is take over the zombies that already exist. Well, Lindsay's mm. gonna be dressed up in the best clothes ever and eating mushrooms. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> eating mushrooms, studying mushrooms, just no like, uh -huh. like Lindsay, doing <laughs> Lindsay, I have no words. I literally can't believe that you just said that. What? But I'm also not surprised. <laughs> Listen, like I if you can, if you could have all the time in the world to know everything about like one thing, because you don't have to work anymore. You know, you could become the the marine biologist of your childhood dreams. Oh, and just like hang you out with would, dolphins. You would in fact Lindsay, be I want someone, the de facto mushroom expert of the world. That's I want good. someone in the zombie apocalypse to stumble upon Lindsay's tree house. And then she's like, no. She's You're like, right. I am just a witch. That's, that's, okay, but that makes you sound like one of the villains from like the Dead Rising games. Like one uh -huh. of the really out there, like the mushroom queen. Yeah, yeah like, literally. If you, if you want to get past my mushroom army <laughs> yeah it's like yeah she's gonna be like she's not like main boss but she's got to be like you know like close secret to the and then she'll usually yeah. be on your team if you defeat her but yeah. like definitely like you're like 
what's happening and my hitbox <laughs> is like happening? this small the entire time and it constantly moves so it's really hard yeah. to hit me i like it uh, but it's in the shape of a mushroom it is yeah um james literally Lindsay's mushroom obsession like my boyfriend wherever we go we're at a restaurant we're (laughs) shopping we're like we pass something on the road if it involves a mushroom he's literally takes a photo and he's like send this to Lindsay. send this to Lindsay." (laughs) and i'm like that's like my like, favorite thing, like, by the way, because he's not the only person who does it. Like it's become what? so bad. I have quite a number like, of people I don't who just even text do that. Why is he so <laughs> like since he's gotta see this like little little mushroom sticker on this car? And I'm like, no, she's okay. Like she doesn't need to see the little mushroom sticker on the car. Don't encourage her. Yeah, don't exactly. People send me stuff all so the time. Excited. Jackie, like, shout like out this. Tyler from Crunchyroll, who also texts me mushroom stuff pretty regularly. <laughs> Too. That's like, such a Tyler thing. thing. I can yeah. totally see Tyler doing. How did, how did we that. not? Was the was the after show around when when Sabakui was it Sabakui Bisco the mushroom anime? Oh uh, yeah, that's getting a second season. So but, we're definitely uh, covering that, that one, right? Yeah, because... yeah. I don't know if we. I don't know if the after show was. I have to look up what year it was to see if we were talking about it because I need. Yeah, that show is good. It's way fun and just absolutely crazy. So I've only gotten through two. We got really hung up on the fact that Lindsay's going to become a mycologist. All right. So I'm dressed really weird. I become a mycologist. Um, uh, I'm also going to uh, travel more. (laughs) So I don't really have the idea of like being holed up. Like there's a lot of places that I still have, even within the United States that I haven't gone. There's a lot of countries. Hold on a really quick question. I was going to say travel too, but like, how do you travel? Because like, I don't know. Akira's on a motorcycle. He's doing okay. Yeah. Okay. You might be. You might be. I just feel like that's a high risk activity. That's all I'm going to say. It's a high risk I feel like, activity. I feel like I would, you know, I would get like a something that's got really good gas mileage and is kind of compact, like, be, like a classic VW Bug or something like okay, that. Kind no, of fits. Lindsay. Here no, not you driving around in the apocalypse <laughs> in some flamboyant outfit with mushrooms. I'm gonna put shit. It's gonna be a Mad Max car, Jackie. It's gonna be like a Mad Max car. It's gonna have like spikes coming off of it and there's gonna be like a scoop on the front of it. I'm just gonna be pile driving through those zombies to wherever it is I wanna go. I can't like this anime needs to be made. This anime where Lindsay is literally like a second to final boss and she's in I actually see you in one of those Volkswagen vans. Uh, you know, yes. like old school. I, that's what I see Lindsay I'm in. I'm just gonna pull out the back seat, I'm gonna carpet it, there'll be curtains inside. I live in there'll there. There'll be like psychedelic mushrooms as the decor. <laughs> I live in there. Moving through the streets of wherever. It's just like I can't. This is amazing. I Nick says uh running down zombies in a big floppy hat. Yes, yes. That's the name of your debut. You're wearing a witch hat every day. Like it'll be different colors. Maybe sometimes it has a veil on it. I don't know, but that would have to be mandatory. Yeah. I could get Guillermo del Toro to do the decoration for your bus. There you go. Yeah. And 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 I'll come visit you guys, Jackie. You know, yeah, you can come to the cat group island. island. Come visit Guillermo del Toro's house. You know, I'm on a road trip. I'm on a road trip. I'm also uh, gonna do a lot of cross stitching. For some reason, Lindsay, I feel like your your van needs to um, turn into a raft and and be you know it can it can take on water. It's an aquatic it car. Fly. It should also oh, okay. have flying abilities. So this is I've, just the magic school bus. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I don't know how Lindsay you have I'm to Ms. figure Frizzle. out a way. Are you goth, Miss Frizzle? Literally, Lindsay is. What Liz- did you do oh with my gosh, Arnold's body? Lindsay after he is died literally Ms. goth, Miss Frizzle. It's true. 
Lindsay, that what did you do wild. with Arnold's body after he died in space? I need to know. That episode traumatized me. <laughs> He's and... just like, Arnold's just like, yeah. Through space. Wait, what? Frozen. One of the kids died in space? <laughs> no, yeah. no, yes. no. No, yes, he froze in space. <laughs> did this he come back to thing. life? Well, he's yeah, he came episode. back to life at the end, but he was dead for a second. Look it up. <laughs> that's that's really that intense episode. for a kids show. It I'm is. sorry. That I'm 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 shocked. Okay. Oh, uh, Teo said it could be the Comvi from Wild Thornberry. Oh my god, I used to show. love that show. That is a, oh, yeah, that's a good. That's a deep cut. I they had Nickelodeon had great shows when we they were a did. kid. They I don't did. know what they even what do kids watch anymore now, Lindsay. I don't even know. Uh, my anime. Son, yeah, they do. But other than anime, like you watched Owl House, um, Adventure Time was really big. Oh, Adventure um, Time, yeah. Amphibia. Shout out to the new Fiona and Cake series, by the way. That's oh, gonna, yeah. Ooh. Is that yeah. out? It is in like two weeks. Oh, okay. oh, how fun. I didn't know they were doing a Fiona series. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh. OG Lindsay, did you finish your list? Yeah, no. sorry. I no. keep on digressing. No. I said I was going to do a lot of cross-stitch art. Good. Which, Good. you know. I've got so when, guys. I have so one of many your attacks is going to be one of your attacks. You're going to be like I have the so mushrooms going to be going around, and then you're going to like. That's going to be one of your. No, you're going to like cross stitch like a weapon, and then it's going to fly at the screen and do damage. Yeah, I like that. I don't have spells. I just I just sew it, and then it comes out, and then I wield it. And then number five, I just put self actualization with three question marks afterwards. So I mean, I mean that's all of us. That's perfect. Oh man. Um, I'm reading our comments. He took his helmet off on Pluto because yeah. he only got a cold. Yeah, his skull was encased <laughs> in ice. His body was limp and adrift in the void. So I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this poor my Magic oldest watched bus. Magic School Bus, so like I remember this episode kind of, but I remember the volcano episode and like the one where they go in Ralphie's body a little more. Okay, Lindsay, space. my question for you is mm-hmm. how do you have, how do you monitor what your kids watch? Like, because when we were kids, our parents didn't know oh, yeah, that sure. stuff was bad. So we the only thing I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid was The Simpsons. Like, like you can't watch The Simpsons. Remember really? when The Simpsons was like, that was like the bar that parents, my my grandparents were the same. They wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. But I could Meanwhile, watch Ren and Stimpy. I could watch Ren and Stimpy, though, which yeah. is like disgusting if you go back and watch it. But Yeah, like, I honestly yeah. don't think The Simpsons are that bad. But you know what was bad about The Simpsons was... The cat and the mouse. That's so oh, like gory and would give me nightmares. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But other was like it was like Tom and Jerry with blood kind of stuff going Really on gory. There, right? Like terrible yeah. things would happen to that cat, and I would like have nightmares for two oh, weeks. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think now that we gone went through our list, um, we pretty much went over the episode before we did our list, I think. So that kind of wraps it up for this week. Next week, yeah, next week we won't have either show. So we will have we will brainstorm we'll talk about the last boss queen (laughs) we'll all finally um we could talk about murder farce again as well or maybe james and i could actually i've been wanting to watch Watch happy Happy marriage Marriage, y'all that would that's the one everyone's talking about to be honest if we post stuff on happy marriage too like if you put that on youtube like i think it'll get clicks if we talk about it also um, honestly there is a dub on netflix which is not awful so if you guys just want to listen to it in the background oh i didn't know they were simul dubbing it that's nice simul dub um, and that honestly, that's why I watched it. I was like, by the way, I don't know if you all saw New Office. Oh yeah, look at Jackie yeah. Diggs oh, back there. 
if you can see that much. There's yeah. all my uh, consoles and stuff like that. Are those mm-hmm. Super Nintendo cartridges back there? Oh, yeah. This is a... Yeah. Um, so let me show you all. Okay. This is um, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop from when I was a kid. Berserk, uh-huh. Akira, uh, Basilisk, out. Gungrave, and Neon Genesis Evangelion. Those were all my like entries into anime. Like Literally, those are the anime that my brother and I saved money to buy. Because you know uh-huh. back then, it was very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his yeah. placemat, by the way. The Legend of Zelda placemat. Isn't that cool? yeah. And then um, that's our Super Nintendo. That was We were a little old for Nintendo, but we bought that later. But this was our first uh, yeah. console. Mm-hmm. Super and Nintendo then, was my first, too. Yeah, yep. and then we have the GameCube up here. Mm-hmm. This is a collector's edition Pokemon N64. And yeah. the Dreamcast is there. We have a couple Game Boy iterations as well. Um, I see yeah. the gold, the gold Zelda card. Zelda, yeah, there. there's Zelda. And yeah. then this is my like my uh anime. If, if I'm sitting down right now, but on the top I have all my hero academia, mm-hmm. like in the box figures. Um, and then this is like my kind of like I guess you could say like girlier um sure. like shelf. And so there's Nezuko and like I have the Maiden Abyss girl who got turned into a cartridge, which is really sad. And you can see Rini. Yeah, Pushka. <laughs> yeah. And then I have the Demon Slayer. And then there's Bo Hancock. I bought that yeah. in uh in Japan. And then this is like kind of like my boys. This is uh it's got Itadori and Levi and Gojo. And then all the acrylics that I bought in Japan of all the Tokyo Revengers boys. And then those are all little kitties from Bondi Namco. Aww. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then this one down here is uh, like kind of an amalgamation. There's like One Piece, Fire Force, Sailor Moon. There's a lot um, of Sailor Moon, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of Sailor Moon. That's like all stationary from when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I've just never took it out of the packaging because I was like so afraid to. Um, so I, I wonder how much I could sell that stuff for now. Yeah. I know. I should probably look into it. To yeah. be honest, there's a lot of gems. Also, there's a Gundam mug kind of there. I don't know. If okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. I see it. That's so it. I'm like, look, it's its head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and look, I have my skateboards that I need to hang up. It's kind of a mess on the floor. But oh, the shelves I see. are done. The shelves are done. And Jackie, do you skate? I don't. I'm too. They're awkward. just really cool. And yeah. so I got them and yeah, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of people use them as like boarding last week, and I was like, quiet down there. That's right. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, you're just yelling at those dang kids. Just start throwing my <laughs> skateboards at them. Jackie, did, did you steal those skateboards? From I did, I did. They were, you know, they you went out, them. and then I just ran down there and got them, and I was like, they should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> thank god that thank god they were like weeb skaters that had sick anime yeah, yeah exactly yeah, i'm like right. i approve of the skateboard choice but yeah they you were actually good taste, out there you today little jerk. And i did thing. i did not get mad at them so you know out loud how old are you though when literally that annoys you i literally had my little head out i was like i'm a high school teacher that is my entire life what do you say every day that is your everyday gosh james i had to tell some kids to stop making out outside my classroom today so it was like hey every day stop kissing i don't i don't want to hear the noises your mouth not not the kissing that would be you know what i don't know james i was watching tiktok and somehow these girls came up and they were literally so young and they were wearing like literally belly shirts and stuff and i was like I was like, 
back in the day, I sound so old saying that, but like we would have gotten in trouble for wearing like shorts that came like a, like, like a little bit below. I'm really tall. Did they, did they do the fingertip thing where your shorts yeah. had to be as long as your fingers? Yeah. And I'm so tall. So it's like, I think no matter what, I always look like I was trying to wear short shorts and I like genuinely wasn't, but yeah. I was shocked by what these girls were wearing on TikTok. And I was like, times have changed we had to live through low rise though when i was in high school everything was low rise and it was like and then you would sit down and your underwear would show and then a teacher would yell at you and be like i'm gonna write you up if i can see your underwear i'm like i can't make yeah my pants higher up sorry they don't make them dude how did we why were pants made like that i don't know why did we blame paris hilton really it was paris hilton's fault it was paris hilton but you like talking about that too also reminds me like i don't know there were two sides of it i was getting yelled at by teachers but then it was my mom that took me to get my belly button pierced and that was her idea okay (laughs) yeah Lindsay, you have cool parents not everybody had that that's definitely not the case for everybody like oh yeah my mom had Uh, a back tattoo so i mean what are you gonna do right we sound so (laughs) old right now we're like back in my day my mom was wild and took me to get a belly button ring. It's she like did. now they're like now they all have them, and we're like, yeah. oh, okay, we're not cool. Anymore. Took it out after my senior year of high school. I still have a scar. Those things scar real bad. They also close really quickly. I don't know. It's not yeah. it's not in vogue anymore. I don't know. Girls get their belly buttons pierced anymore. But it was it was hot in two thousand and five. Okay? Oh, it was so, the thing when we were younger. Yeah, like yeah. Brittany had it. Christina had it. Yeah. Like if you were cool, you had it. I never yeah. did. But I'm actually happy I didn't because I scar super easily. Like I literally like hit my <laughs> my ankle against a volcanic rock in um Hawaii, and I have a giant horn on the back of my foot. I will not. Oh yeah, you've told me about your foot. Yeah, horn. and it will not heal. And literally, they were like, they're like your your skin type does not heal well from scars. Like you scar very easily. And I was like. <laughs> like so i have to i have this and then they said if we remove it like if they cut it and tried to remove it it would scar even worse so they're like you can pretty they're like you just gotta like let it be i was like okay well this is my, the, my what photo. about like the how the we're so off to, what about how the back <laughs> of shoes like rub up against it though so <laughs> to be honest it's shrunk enough where it doesn't hurt but okay. not a lie like six months i cannot i could not wear shoes yeah. like i just wore flip-flops and like if I had to wear anything that was on the back of my heel, it was excruciating. Like not like a sneaker. So well, it was yeah. like FLCL, but it's on like Jackie's foot. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's yeah. the horn. But yeah, that's, that's a really great way to get us back, back onto the animation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got I got super paranoid about it when when I was watching a movie that I'm not allowed to talk about because it struck work. Um, but they show angles a lot yeah. and tippy toes. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like. Oh, back in, back in never, my day, showing an ankle would be uh, that'd get you thrown. I in know, jail. I know. Nobody would like my ankles, James. And they'd be like, "Oh, God. <laughs> you could take no." Back in the day, Jay, you could have taken that ankle on the road. You could have like displayed yeah. it. People mm-hmm. would pay money. Yeah, to I could have. I could have made money. Um, yeah. it's not for everyone watching. It's not like a giant horn. It's probably no, like it's that a giant big, horn, guys. But yeah, I've it seen is. it. It's like right. this big. It's you know, when big. someone makes me mad, it's like, it's like a bird. I just like swing my leg and just like <laughs> knock them out with my horn. Jackie's, Jackie's actually, it's more like a velociraptor situation where it's yeah. like you know sharpened yeah. and like going backwards mm-hmm. off the back of her foot. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, a weapon. Come like a like a bone scyther basically <laughs> on the back of my. So what is a scyther? Scythe. Sorry. Yeah. Confusing it with a Pokemon. Oh, oh, okay, we gotta end. We gotta end. Yeah, we gotta end before we start, you know, all growing 
weapon mutations. We can be like that. And we start Her comparing fight. to Pokemon. Yeah. Like killer elbows and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just want to point out in Gungrave, there is a guy who has bone scythes coming out of his elbows. So we're not going to talk about Gungrave. Well, with, with that Gungrave reference. <laughs> with that Gungrave reference, we'll see you guys all next week. Maybe we'll just talk more about Bone Spurs. I don't know, because there won't be any shows. So <laughs> we'll all just talk then. about the weird injuries we've accrued over the last few Yay. years. I've got a list, everybody. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.